Hey everyone, welcome to episode 7 of the CCM podcast. That's short for Central Coast Music Podcast. And this podcast is all about you, the listener, uh, discovering maybe your new favorite artist or some music you never heard about before. I'm your host, Matt Vargo. I'm a musician, a songwriter, uh, and like I said, this podcast is all about musicians who are active in the central coast of California right now. Uh, I think the unofficial center is in San San Luis Obispo County. Um, And if you're not from the West Coast, like we are here, you've probably heard lots of stuff about L.A., you've heard lots of things about San Francisco, and no one talks about the magical land in between the Central Coast. Uh, So we're trying to shed some light on the music scene here in the Central Coast. Uh, Today's guest, uh, she is a multi-instrumentalist, she's a singer-songwriter, and an avid grocery outlet (laughs) enthusiast. which we can all agree with. Her name is Megan Steinke. So say hello, hello Megan. <laughs> hello. That last part was improvised. Yeah. Uh, and her friend Sherelle is here hanging out. Why don't you say hello, Sherelle? <laughs> hello. What's up? Cool. Yeah. So we're, we're hanging out here. Uh, and um, I would describe my place. But first, I'm going to ask Megan to describe the drive in to my mm. place. And if there was anything <laughs> about that that's noteworthy or anything. That's not worthy. Noteworthy? Anything no, noteworthy? That's, I thought you said that's not worthy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's very, a very worthy drive. Um, it's great to be here. Um, I got a little bit lost because I have Verizon. I think ah. that's what you warned me about. But I did a full circle and then came back around and made the long trek with my little car and just got out. It's a beautiful, beautiful scenery. Um, Sherelle said she would like to live here someday, um, and I said it would be too cold, but that's just <laughs> tomato tomatoes, <laughs> as they say. So um, you got lost. Now, did you get lost on the dirt road, or did you get lost before no, the dirt road? Before the dirt road. Okay. I saw all these other numbers, and I was like, this isn't what the address is, uh, and I always get lost, though. You were saying yes. numbers higher. You came from the 41, I'm guessing. I don't remember. I didn't take notes because I was okay. thoroughly confused, but <laughs> I made it, so it's okay. okay. <laughs> I was going to say, getting lost in the dirt road would be a really interesting experience. That would um, be. <laughs> interesting being the key word here. Um, <laughs> but getting lost on the concrete road is probably better, all things considered, yeah. than being lost on the dirt road yeah. on the way in here. Cool. Uh, <laughs> all right. So the way we're going to do this on the podcast is uh, throughout the episode, Megan will be playing two songs uh, of her own, I believe, original songs. Yeah. Unless she decides to play a cover. And no, then she will no play covers a cover. today. No covers. <laughs> they are banned. Um, so Megan will be playing two songs later. You'll be able to watch them on video, on Facebook and YouTube and all the cool internet sites that the kids go to these days. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but before that, we are going to learn a little bit about... About <laughs> Megan, um, her background, her musical influences, all that junk. Sound Ooh. good, Megan? Yes. Sound good, it listeners? Is indeed. Yes, it sounds good. great. <laughs> okay, that's what we're going to do. All right, hey, Megan. Ooh. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you born, Megan? So, I was born in a little tiny place um, called San Jose. Well, I grew up in San Jose. I think I was born in like Salinas or something. And say that, oh, Salinas. Yeah, grew up in the Bay Area, made my way to San Luis Obispo for college to get some knowledge. 
Hey, that <laughs> I feel like that's a thing that rhymes, and I've never heard that phrase. Does that mean I <laughs> really? <laughs> you we're gonna edit that out, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I've totally heard that phrase before. No, College like, for knowledge. It's like the boys go to Jupiter. Wait, no, it's opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. Anyways, um. <laughs> cool. So you grew up in the Bay Area. Yes. So like, um, where'd you graduate high school? I graduated high school at St. Francis in Mountain View, actually. Mountain View. My father works doing technology stuff there. Oh. Hey, Dad, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> and then I went over to San Luis Obispo for college. Um, I'm graduating. Well, by the time this is out, I may have been graduating. Oh, how cool. So you're going to, um, yeah. <laughs> going to Cal Poly or are you going to... Yes, uh, okay. I'm going to Cal cool. Poly. Um, slash went to Cal Poly. <laughs> yeah. At the moment you hear this, she went to Cal Poly. Wow. Yeah. How cool, Amazing. huh? Are you just yeah. realizing right now? Like, how it's close wild. You are? Maybe not. Yeah. You probably had senioritis for like nine months. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I stay, I stay up so late doing homework because during the day I just do nothing and play music <laughs> and it's great. Hey, that's a good way to fill up a day. Um, yeah. so, uh, well, yeah. Okay. That brings us up to date. So let's talk about music in your life. So do you, what's like your earliest memory of playing music? I don't know if you remember the first time you picked up an instrument or sat uh, down at one. The or... first time I picked up a piano, <laughs> I was impressed. like, how did I pick this up at age five? I'm just kidding. Captain um, Marvel sitting on my couch. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, no, I grew up playing classical piano, um, taking lessons, all that fun stuff, um, which I'm super thankful for. Kind of rooted me in all that music theory and um, started learning guitar maybe like senior year of high school, mm. just like self-taught and just like growing up, my family is super musical. My mom plays the harp, oh. which I brag about to everyone because it's so cool. As you um, should. <laughs> my dad plays classical guitar. Brother played trombone wow. in band through school. And my sister is a, a singer, but like opera style. Ah. So different than me, but we do sing together sometimes. Um, so your house was full of music. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, basically. My mom would always, like, put on, like, jazz classic, like, swing music growing up. Just, like, Duke Ellington and, like, Miles Davis. And um, dad liked a little bit more folky stuff. I don't really remember, but he introduced me to Nora Jones' music, so uh, I love her. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um... <laughs> Did you have older siblings that played music? So even they were playing music when you grew up, or are you the well, oldest? No, or? I'm the middle child. Middle child. Middle <laughs> I, children yeah. for the win. Yes. Distance high five. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> we reached all the way across. Wow. Um, go, go, gadget arm. <laughs> my sister is younger by three years, um, but she's, yeah, she's amazing. And my brother is three years older than me. Um, but yeah, I always fell asleep to my dad playing guitar, and so it's like super nice whenever I hear somebody just playing like classical oh, nylon very cool. string. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I forgot okay. what the rest of that question was. Well, no, that's great. No, I was just the question was uh, did you know would you have older siblings playing uh, music? No, I'm the only musical one. I'm the musical genius. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, yeah. So let's backtrack a little bit. You said you grew up playing classical piano. So what age did you start? Oh. Uh, 
I think about seven. That's what I say, but I really don't remember. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Okay. So, it's almost before you remember. You don't remember the first time. Like, no. you just did it really young. Yeah. No, I just, yeah, I grew up taking lessons from my mom's okay. friend who played at, like, church and always was surrounded by, like, church musicians mm. and singing there, too. Singing in the, like, the Christmas church, like, what are they called? plays and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. which i look back on and i'm like why did i sing a solo song at like age nine or something oh but those are the best ones so same same here by the way <laughs> and the, oh man when the little ones get up and sing oh it's the greatest yeah. thing you've ever seen man yeah that's great i gotta go find those <laughs> uh cool um and then uh, you you mentioned you started playing guitar uh your senior year of high school yeah. Now, yeah. did you go straight to college after you graduated high school? Was there any in-between yeah, time? Yeah, there wasn't really, because I went to like a college prep school pretty much. Yeah. Um, and so it was just kind of like straight into college. Um, but yeah, started like really, I wrote my first like full song, I want to say like beginning-ish of my senior year of high school and was it on guitar or piano <clears throat> how'd you write it was it? on piano yeah, okay. so i'll like go a little bit into the backstory when i first started writing songs my sister and i wanted to make a like christmas cd for my mom for christmas that's cool it's like i love giving thoughtful gifts and so just so i'm better than everyone else no <laughs> Uh, that's a darn no, good gift. Not everyone can do that. I want people to remember and enjoy it. And so we wanted to make this CD. And so my dad, like, got us this, like, snowball, like, microphone. And oh, I, yeah. like, had GarageBand on my, uh -huh. like, computer. And um, we recorded a bunch of, like, <laughs> they're kind of bad. I will never show anyone except my closest friends. Sorry, world. And this podcast. <laughs> But this, we recorded just, like, classic Christmas songs and me and my sister singing and playing instruments. This is before I was, like, good at all at singing. And <laughs> it was just very entertaining. But then I was like, it'd be fun to, like, try and just write a song for it. Just yeah. as, like, another personal touch. And then I was like, oh, this is, like, pretty fun and, like, kind of easy to me. So that's where it all started. What was the song <laughs> about? Was it a Christmas it song? It was about... It was kind of just generic like christmas timey song cool. <laughs> yeah a little bit of jesus in there you know nice. how it goes cool. nice <laughs> but, um, yeah and then i wrote another one after that and i just kept going so. and you wrote another one after that another <laughs> one after that cool uh so you, uh well we'll get into this too but so you've been playing guitar like five years at this point or so where are we at five or six um, years um yeah Four or five. five yeah five-ish years Four or five. cool yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, actually, that's I've seen you live, and I'm I'm impressed because when I was playing for four or five years, I don't think I was playing the way you were. So uh, that's pretty cool. Um, little tease for the listeners: you're gonna hear it play soon. Um, very cool. Uh, you mentioned you now. You sort of talked about this a little bit. You talked about the music your parents put on, but I wonder what was some early music that you got hooked on, and like put on repeat. And by the time you were growing up, I don't know, were there iPods? Did you have an iPod of your oh own or gosh, something? Oh my gosh, wait, yeah. And you <laughs> it's like, all coming back to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, now that you mentioned iPod, I did have yeah. an iPod shuffle that kind of looks like a, like a flash go. drive. Yeah, I think it functioned the same as well. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I think I had like just like Ali and AJ, um, Hilary Duff. Okay. 
the Backstreet classics. Boys? Huh? Backstreet Boys? Or was that, um, were you, was that before so your time? Not so much. Okay. I think I'm, I'm a supporter of female artists. <laughs> exclusively. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Not exclusively. <laughs> mostly Ali and AJ, Hilary Dev, and I feel like there's at least one more that I'm not thinking of. Yeah. But that stuff you loved listening to I, back then? I really wanted to listen to a little bit of like Fergie growing up, but it was like a little bit inappropriate for my age. Fergalicious? So like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, not allowed to, oh, which yeah, is yeah, fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who was it? Uh, oh, yeah. A few episodes ago, if you guys listened to the Max McClory, which so oh, Megan <laughs> hasn't heard this story yet, is that Max, uh, Max's older brother had, oh man, I'm forgetting, but he had a CD with the parental advisory sticker and Max, <laughs> the younger brother, threw it away uh, and his older brother had to go out and buy a new one because Max threw his parental advisory CD away. So that's, a, oh my gosh. that's hilarious. So you're not <laughs> alone. That's all I'm trying to tell you here. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. Classic the Disney stars. Yeah. Even though we didn't have cable and never watched the shows really. Oh, man. <laughs> we have more in common, I think, than we realize. Oh, yeah. Hannah Montana. Well, High not the Hannah Montana. Not this that This is part. all coming back to me. The part about not being able to watch most popular things that everyone else knew about. That's the part that oh. I was, uh, I don't Hipster, know. You said you didn't have cable. Of. So yeah. my, mostly because I wasn't, my parents didn't allow me to watch a lot of things or listen to a lot of things either. So, yeah. All we so. watched was Arthur and it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> was that the anteater one, Arthur? Is he an aardvark? Aardvark, aardvark, Yes. There you go. Well, I, I said that three times fast without even knowing it, and I did it. Uh, I'm, I'm super impressed by myself, right? We <laughs> anyway. are all impressed. Yeah, I'm so uh, skilled. Um, so, do you think? Do you think those early Disney singers, uh, the, the music you liked, uh, do you Pop think that influenced music. you at all in your songwriting, or do you think you? Uh, have moved past do you think there's any influence uh, there? i feel like to some extent every child is influenced by pop music being forced into their brains but um yeah i think just the general structure of like songs um has worked its way into my childhood i wouldn't say that my music is like pop essentially but i don't know yeah, it's <laughs> well. Let the listeners decide when they hear yeah, your music. Yeah, so. I think mostly just I just always have loved, loved jazz music. Cool. Yeah, which well, that's the you said Nora Jones. I also listened and, to a lot yeah. of that. Who yeah. checks both the jazz and the female part of your uh, <clears throat> your requirements yeah. there? So. Yeah, she's super cool. I also <laughs> love Karen Bailey Ray, and she's also like well, I always knew her song like "Put Your Records On" because everybody knows that, but. I've recently just loved all of her other music, too. Cool. Say that one more time. Corinne Bailey Ray. Corinne Bailey Ray. Okay. Yes. So, no, this is great because almost everyone I've interviewed so far, they've said artists that I am not familiar with. Yeah, and so I get to go that. and do research and listen and find new artists myself. So yeah. that's cool. I'm gonna You probably know this song. I might once I hear Girl, it. But put your records cool. on. Tell me your favorite song. Oh, that sounds that was familiar. The, that was the performance part of the podcast, by the there way. There we go. That was Megan's song. Uh, no. <laughs> that's not my song. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll take it. She ripped it off. <laughs> Sue um, me, Corinne, and then let's hang out. <laughs> you'll be hearing from her lawyers. Uh, no. Okay. Uh, I'm going to ask just a few more questions, and we're going to get yeah. your first song in here. Um, so let's bring it, let's get it all up to date. Um, so you came to the Central Coast to slow to go to college. Yes. So <laughs> what are your generals? So you, you have a way different uh, background than me. I came all the way from Pennsylvania, then Orange County, 
then Slow County. So you okay. came from San Jose, not too far away, um, <laughs> to Slow County. So, like, what uh, what do you think of the Central Coast? What's it, what's it all about? I mean, it's great. The weather's amazing. The people so friendly. Um, <laughs> the venues also amazing. Um, yeah, I think here is really because back home, um, I was just like starting open mics and like play, starting to play original music. So like here is really where I like started like working up to like two and three hour gigs and like playing at wineries and stuff. So it was like. Like, here's kind of where I've, like, honed a lot of the craft, which yeah. is an amazing place to do because there's so many places to play and yeah. everyone's, like, so open to new music. Um, yeah, I've just loved everyone that I met here at school and otherwise. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. And so forever, the rest of your life, wherever you go after college, like, your music career, if you want to call it that, or, you know, yeah. or, like... Probably sounds business. like it was your biggest. <laughs> what's that? It's a business. <laughs> sure, man. Yeah. No, um, but yeah, like where this was kind of the 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 genesis. I guess of, yeah. Uh, your live performance, your original music, playing it in front of people, right? Yeah. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. What I can't think of a better place to do it, man. It's. Yeah, and cool. I just like I've had a lot of fun like just recording stuff too, just like on my own and exploring that. Um, just like in home studio slash just in my room. So okay. lots of like discovery. <laughs> That's a perfect cliffhanger. So I'm going to ask you about oh. that after your first song. <laughs> dun, so dun, dun. we're going to hear Megan's first song. Give us a moment to set stuff up so we don't have to narrate every moment of setting up the guitar. One, two, three, cut. <laughs> Brilliant. Megan's ready to play song numero uno for the podcast. So, Megan, uh, please tell us the name of the song. Tell us what the song is about, and then please play the song. Thanks. Um, this song is called Place Like This, and basically, I sometimes use, sometimes I try to be inspirational with my songs, but sometimes I just kind of use it to, like, vent to myself, because I'm very, like, non-confrontational. So, um, so yeah, this one's just about being, like, in a confused state with somebody, just not really knowing where they're at in terms of like if they would want a relationship or not. Um, but yeah, so I wrote a song instead of like actually confronting the issue. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you'll kind of hear it through the lyrics, just like I don't know where to go and all of this. And yeah, that's the main gist of it. So here is a place like this. Is it real right now or is it just a wish? 
turned to paint light blue on a moonlight lost in color at the edge of your lips my vision turns to gray whenever you're away lost in silence at the edge of a cliff who knows where to start at a place like this who knows where to go from a place Place that I've never been. Mm, is it real right now, or is it just a wish? Right, uh, man, I enjoyed that song, Megan. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> um, so Thanks for having me. This is something cool that uh, the last two podcasts now, we had Will Bremen on the last episode. I believe that's number six. And he was the first guy to walk in here with an electric guitar and not an acoustic. And now <gasps> Megan's keeping it alive because she brought in her electric. Um, yeah. So I just wondered if, if you wanted to tell us about this instrument, if there is a... Cool oh, yes. story behind why you chose it or um, what uh, you like about it? Well, I found it at a local guitar shop near my home in San Jose. And I was kind of looking for my own guitar because I'd been playing on my mom's um, classical one mm. that she got when she was in college. So I was like ready for a new cool sound. But anyway, I saw this one. Um, semi hollow body Ibanez. Um, artcore for you guitar fans. Um, but yeah, it's, it's super, I don't know. It's just like really beautiful and I, it like caught my eye. And so I was like, I want to try that guitar. And then I played it and I'm like, sounds good. So I got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was my, my first child. And um, 
Yeah, it's pretty much it about that one. Oh, cool. Well, it's perfect because you're a jazz player, and jazz players tend to do the hollow body, the semi hollow. Yeah, maybe that's why I was like drawn to it. Just, yeah, I've always loved it. It just sounded the way you like hearing guitar. Um, yeah. This is super random, but like I remember that you played a hollow body, uh, and yeah. when you walked in here and pulled this out of the case, I was like, "Is that the same guitar?" I don't remember it having the cool transparent wood. Oh. Uh, transparent natural finish. Yeah, but that's the same that, guitar, right? Like, yeah, it's the same. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm not cool enough to have like multiple cool guitars. So. Well, it's it's yeah, it's beautiful. I don't know how yes. I didn't remember <laughs> that it was a natural finish guitar because I was looking around. Most of my guitars are natural finish, including the one that yeah, Sherelle I, loves, the Strat that she's uh, I'm drooling supposed over to it. be holding, and then listen, I put it down because <laughs> <laughs> I felt like it needed a break, but I'm touching it right now. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. If you ever so, want to like get rid of it or let me babysit it, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm available. Actually, you know what? Now that we're on this topic, I don't think I own a single guitar where you can't see the grain on the wood. Uh, yeah. Even the seven string I told you guys about, I, I got He's to got custom order the finish, and it's transparent green. Um, oh my we'll, we'll pull that out at the end. But She's so drooling cool. a little um, bit. Do you have like I a napkin? That's <laughs> 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 uh, funny. All right, great. I love hearing people's stories about their instrument. Um, yeah. All right, and then we teased this before the song. So you talked about recording uh, at home. Yeah. Or whatever. Um, so I don't... I. Uh, did not think ahead enough to ask exactly what question, but like, just tell us. So, so recording. Yeah. So recording. <laughs> Elaborate. But yeah. Uh, so <laughs> it all started when I was a child. Uh, not really. But um, about That's the That's actually the beginning of one of my songs, those words. <laughs> it all but. started when I was a child. Um, That's a much happier version. <laughs> I can show you later. It's a much darker song, but yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, please. Um, I'm into that dark stuff. Um, yeah. <laughs> true. But anyway. Um, so, so recording. My senior year of high school when I started playing, learning guitar and stuff, I also was like writing and like wanted to try and record some stuff past like the snowball Christmas album phase. For everyone uh, non-musician, a snowball is a mic. Yes. It's a, blue is the brand. <laughs> blue is the brand and snowball is the mic. So yes. it's a blue snowball. And if we had just said a blue snowball, everyone would be, be like, how do you record with a blue snowball? See, the water is <laughs> the conductor. That's the secret is the frozen water. Um, so I started wanting to record stuff and my high school jazz band, I played piano in our high school jazz band. And so our director, super cool, shout out to Tony Fry. Um, <laughs> he makes his own music and records it. And so I was like, that's so cool. And he's like, I could help you record your stuff if you want. So that's kind of where it started with like, what even recording music is like. Um, and then I just kind of was writing too much and got impatient. So I <laughs> bought a lot of like, I just like got a condenser mic and just like insulation shield and oh, interface cool. and all that fun stuff. Um, at Guitar Center, I was with my mom and <laughs> it was a fun trip. Um, uh, but yeah, and then I just kind of hid away in the garage and recorded a lot of stuff back home. And then here at school, just have been recording in my room. And it's honestly now part of, like, my creative process. Like, sometimes I'll write, like, a guitar part and then record it. And then I'll just go up to the mic and do whatever I want. So Some scat. Yeah. <laughs> Some jazzy scat. Yeah. No, but a lot of the creation happens in the 
in the studio, aka my room. <laughs> totally, yeah. And so your story is similar to mine then, because so uh, how how long after you started playing guitar would you say you discovered the recording side? Um, Not too long, two maybe years, maybe like a year and yeah. a half or something. Yeah. 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 So same after. here. It's, once I discovered that recording side, it was like, well, now I can play and then I can play over top of myself playing yeah. or sing over it and yeah. it totally changed yeah the writing process right yeah um, yeah so okay I love when there are perfect segues okay so I ask I ask everybody who comes in about their songwriting process so um, I don't know if you have a consistent process to writing your songs if they, if they all go similarly or if they're all drastically different hmm. uh, how much time they take when the lyrics come in relation to the music. Okay. So tell us a little bit about what it's like for um, a Megan Steinke song. Um, it's always pretty inconsistent. I mean... It's consistently inconsistent. <laughs> it's always the same. I wake up in the morning, 9 a.m. <laughs> right. Get a cup of coffee. Write down what I'm thinking. <laughs> no. Um, sometimes <laughs> something will just happen and I'll be like, whoa, that's crazy. And then I'll just like channel it into some lyrics. For example, uh, <laughs> I think like two weeks ago, I kind of got a fever. Cheryl knows this. And yes, because I also got that fever. Thank <laughs> you. Wow. You're welcome. I love to share. I'm <laughs> so <laughs> I'm generous. Caring. Yes. I, so I have fever and I was like really annoyed and like, um, so like self-pitying. And I was like, what if I channel this and make it into like a cool dark like kind of moody song and so I like couldn't really sleep either so I just wrote a ton of lyrics and then the next day I kind of just took those and then wrote guitar and whatever else wrote aka just played around with it and then right. recorded it of course. yeah um but sometimes I'll like write a really cool like piano um what's the riff <laughs> I like a rip, just like a sequence Melody. of words. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then like a couple months later, I'll be like, oh, these lyrics would go great with that. So it's kind of an ongoing process. Okay, so lyrics and music tend to happen separately for you. Uh, yeah, yeah, for okay. the most part, actually. Yeah. Now that I think about and so it. once the music comes and you go, this needs to be a song, then you're like, let's look through the old lyrics yeah. And see what fits. Yeah. Or I'll make okay. totally new ones. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's that sounds kinda like what I do. So how do how do you decide which lyrics go with the music you just came up with? Um well, it kind of normally goes like I don't know. It kind of normally fits like the stereotypical, like if I'll make a classic like two five one more happy like guitar tune, such as my original song, Everywhere You Go. <laughs> Plug. I got <laughs> it's out on the internet. Found on SoundCloud. <laughs> it's everywhere. I think it might be on SoundCloud. Too. I don't know. I, I don't know. know. That's an. I had to go into my now. narrator uh, <laughs> ego. Anyway, continue. Um, yes, please narrate my thoughts too. I love it. Um, she is laughing. But yeah, that one. <laughs> that's so creepy. Um, everywhere you go is very kind of happy-ish sounding tune so I kind of made the lyrics to go along with that like being thankful for where you are in life and then I recently made the song when I was sick and it was like more mellow also because my friend is making a short film that's very mellow and he Uh, wanted me to make music for it very cool so I kind of put it all into one (laughs) kind of put it all into one project I'm like okay I'm gonna make this super moody and mellow and like sad sounding 
where people will listen and be like, are you okay? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so that was fun. The lyrics kind of definitely match okay. the tone of it. Yeah, dude. Same here. It's like, I, I love when the music matches the feeling of the lyrics. Yeah. You know, the songs where... Well, see, I keep repeating myself on this podcast. If someone who, if someone out there is a super fan is, and has listened to every episode, they're going to get really bored of my same little thing. But <laughs> I hate when you hear a song on the radio and you're like, oh, I love that song. It's so catchy. And then you read the lyrics. You're like, this is a horrible song. Yeah, it's like, oh, <laughs> This is the most depressing yeah. song I've ever heard. Oh, uh, so, yeah. Anyway, so I, I, I prefer not to write songs like that. It sounds like you're the same. You like yeah. it to match. You got to hit it two the times with the lyrics and the emotion go. of the Double whammy. The, the chords, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> on that note, uh, how many songs... Uh, so you've been... Let's say you've been songwriting basically since you started guitar, you said. The, your senior yeah, year of high school. Yeah, it's about like the same kind of time, yeah. Um, so four <laughs> to five years you've been writing songs. Yes, 45 years. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What an accomplishment. <laughs> You're only 22. This is amazing. You're only 22. How have you been writing for 45 years? <laughs> she has the soul of a 45-year-old. That's what we're saying. Um, <laughs> four to five yes. years. Uh, not the number two. T-O. Yeah. Sorry, not, what was the question? Not 425 years, since that's where we're going. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, anyway, the question is, in those four to five years that you've been writing songs... <laughs> <laughs> how many uh unfinished uncompleted skeletons of songs do you think you've got sitting there i think uh, at least two, at um, least two. <laughs> i'm just kidding um a lot of songs yeah. that have been kind of swept under the rug because define a lot 10 to 20 that. 30 to 50 oh my 50 gosh. to 100 100 to 1000 i don't know about a thousand but <laughs> maybe like like I don't know, 50 to 100. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, a lot more that are just, like, snippets and ideas, right. for sure. So you've got, like... <laughs> also, maybe, like, definitely less than 50 that are, like, complete yeah. songs that I don't like anymore that uh -huh. I haven't put out, but lots of ideas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, the snippets are, like, you've got a cool guitar riff that you want to eventually turn into something. Yeah. A few chords that I'm like, well. I'll look back at it later. Yeah. <laughs> So how do you keep track of those? Do you record everything now? Yeah, everything's kind of on my phone, like the little recording okay. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Be surprised <laughs> how many people have told me that so far on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. I love the idea of just like, oh, I love these lyrics. I'm going to like write it down. But honestly, most of the time it happens like in the car or like, not that I'm on my phone in the car, but I'll just like, <laughs> if I'm at a stop or something, I'll <laughs> record like me singing something super random and i'll be like cool i'll look at it later and i don't for a while yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you're like oh i should listen to those things yeah but then right? sometimes it'll come back to me i'll be like oh did i like put that down somewhere i could use it now and yeah. it works out cool all right cool i love talking shop songwriting stuff super fun we could talk much longer but we'll bore all the non-musicians who are listening um so <laughs> let's detour let's uh, move away from megan the musician and let's go to um, the real life Megan. Yes! The, I'm so excited. So <laughs> Megan Steinke is obviously your stage name. What is your actual name? My real name is Megan Christine. I'm just kidding. That's my middle yeah, name. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I decided to keep it the same because I'm lazy. <laughs> it's authentic. Same here. I'm as original as you are. Yeah. You have I a go cool out name, with though. my real name. <laughs> Thanks. I, I never considered that to be a cool name. But. It is cool. <laughs> Cheryl Jane is also cool. 
I'll Wait, keep is Jane it. your last name? No. Middle name. Oh. Well, Dang it, now the secret's out. Oh, man. Edit this out. <laughs> Identity <laughs> theft is real. Um, Identity theft is not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, you're a college student, right? So do yes. you have a... Well, depending on when this podcast yeah, comes out. You were at one point recently a college student. <laughs> in my young days, yes. Yes. <laughs> back in uh, May of 2019. Mm-hmm. Yes. All the way back. Um you know, this is always fun. I do a little timestamp on certain episodes. Mm-hmm. May 6th. It's May 6th, everybody. You're hearing this possibly yes. in June. I was like, when was that? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so sorry. The day after Cinco de Mayo, people are recovering from pounding headaches and such. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so do you have a day job or do you have a way you pay your bills? Um, is there uh, well, something you do? My main job is school yeah, right yeah. now. Okay. <laughs> but I do work at the, shout out to the International uh, slash grad education center at Cal Poly, the school ah. I go to. I work there doing website design and coding. Oh. So, yeah. My major is actually graphic communication, so I do a bit of design and stuff like that. Oh, that's very cool. So, yeah. um, my wife, whose headlights I just saw pulling into the driveway and will be interrupting the podcast Yay. shortly, she is a programmer at Cal Poly. <gasps> so, you're studying coding. What? I just don't know that. So <laughs> as soon as Nadia walks in from the gym, we should just hand her a microphone. Oh she loves to be the center of attention. Okay. That's not true. Oh. <laughs> she will shun the microphone the moment okay, we hand okay. it to her. But that's kind of cool. So wow. yeah. Okay. Very cool. Um, so do you have any other hobbies, um, passions, things you do outside of school and, um. uh, and music? Um Sports. Who knows what? <laughs> I'm just giving. Wow. She loves all the sports. I did do gymnastics for like a year in seventh grade or something. I don't know. Um, but TV yeah. shows, movies. I, I love to dance. I'm not a dancer, but it's fun. Um, oh, TV shows and movies. I do love watching stuff. Um, Are you a Marvel person? MCU. No, I'm gonna be honest. Not really. Okay. I'm not really. She's slowly. I'm just trying into to keep it. current. What here. do you mean slow? I haven't even started. I was like, do I have to watch Start Game before I watch End Game? Start. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not that stupid. <laughs> I live in the world, kind of, but um... <laughs> not in your imaginary world. <laughs> no, I love watching just comical, like lighthearted films, the occasional drama. But yeah, <laughs> watch a lot of Netflix. I'm trying to think of something that I'm watching right now. Um, That's I, okay. I did recently watch Tidying Up with Marie Kondo. Oh, yeah. Um, and I recently tidied all my drawers. So there we go. <laughs> That's good. You gotta start somewhere. The drawers. <laughs> yeah, you guys would be impressed. Better than nowhere. <laughs> uh, cool. Um, Favorite movie? Used to be National Treasure. Kind of is now, but I recently watched it. And I don't love it anymore, but it still has a good place in my heart. National Treasure 1 and 2, they're both equally as good. Oh, I don't know if I ever <laughs> saw 2. But I know that my my uncle basically told us that National Treasure was like the best movie he'd seen since Indiana Jones or something. Oh my god! It does have some of the same it spirit. It's pretty good. Doesn't it? It's yeah. like the same feeling. <laughs> It it's made weird. me want to steal the Declaration of Independence. I'm oh not my gosh! Lie. 
It's so extra. I love it. <laughs> did, okay, just because it has the same feeling. Did Steven steal. Spielberg do National Treasure or no? I don't think so. Okay, not. well, it has that old Steven Spielberg feel. I don't know. Anyway. Um, okay, we're going to slowly go from the detour to the uh, back to the music thing. Megan's musical, um, would you guys call it? Adventures. Not her business. It's a business. My music startup. <laughs> yeah, there Featuring you go. me. Yes. Startup. <laughs> Featuring it's a Megan business. Sankey. It's a business. Uh, anyway, okay. So um, is there an area where um, you don't have the skills to accomplish something, but maybe someone with different skills than yourself can do this mm. thing? Uh, here's the example Just in I always... Life, are we still in the like, life general no, well, or like, music? I, I mean, if, uh, if you want to talk about life, I was bringing it back toward music. Okay, yeah, so yeah, we can do that. The example I usually <laughs> use is I am a photographer myself, but when mm. I'm playing music, I am not able to um, sufficiently capture myself <laughs> in, in camera. Mm-hmm. I don't have enough arms or mm. uh, bodies to do mm-hmm. that. So if I could meet a photographer, that would help me. Oh. Um, so I don't know if there's anything such as that. <laughs> with you that would help you move forward um definitely can't can't (laughs) photography definitely can't photograph myself i'm an (laughs) i'm a pretty good like point and shoot photographer but um with like a nice camera if i have one but anyway um i think definitely for my latest album i sent all my stuff to be like professionally mixed and mastered shout out to john mclucas he also has a podcast called the stay spongy show Anyways, he's an amazing um, sound engineer and just super friendly person. Um, and so I like started to, I feel like every musician tries to like mix their stuff like super rough and they're like, this sounds awesome. I'm ready. <laughs> and so I was like, yes. And I listened to it and I'm like, this sounds great. And then John was like, can I send like a, like a demo or something just like to show you like what I do? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> And I was like, okay. (laughs) So I sent him one of my songs. He sent something back. And I was like, okay, I need all of them to sound exactly like this because it sounds amazing. Oh, yeah. His sounded Um, better than yours is what you're saying? uh, 1,000%. It was just like (laughs) on a whole other level. Yeah. So I feel like that's definitely an area, like the extra professional stuff that I don't think I'll fully ever trust myself with. So So you you want an audio person. So you can record and they can sprinkle magic dust on it. Yeah, like I, I love recording. I love like doing a rough mix and like figuring out what kind of sound effects I want and like just arranging and yeah. producing and all that kind of thing. But just the extra like sparkle, yeah, as yeah. you said. Yeah. By yeah. the way, uh, you guys should follow Megan on wherever you can follow her, which she'll plug <laughs> soon because yeah. she posts some fun videos and stuff of her recording. And it's yeah. just, it's fun to like get a little peek in there. It's, it's always very fun. Yes. So, <laughs> Um, all right, we're just going to do a few more little rapid-fire ones, and then we're going to do a new segment with fan questions what? in a little bit. Do um, I have fan questions? <laughs> <laughs> so just a few more. Um, is there something you would like to uh, accomplish musically? Is there a, a goal or somewhere you can see yourself going, uh, maybe long-term? Like, What would you love to accomplish musically uh, with your stuff? Oh, my gosh. I would love to just, like be constantly I mean I kind of am doing it now just constantly like recording and like releasing music um but also I think just like it's really exciting performing for like people that are like I don't know it's fun performing with a band for like people that are actually listening um (laughs) like 
not to like yeah. sound annoyed, no the right kind of crowd i know what you're saying i love just like yeah um there was a showcase that i played in encino when i i went to la for a little bit um and it was just like v- the environment was super like artist focused and like focused on the original music which i love creating original music covers are cool but it'll never be as like special so yeah um i feel like just performing originals all the time for people that care would be really cool um but aside from that just continuing to like record stuff yeah no that's a that's a great answer because the crowd is such a you you mentioned doing two or three hour sets at wineries and stuff right yeah and so i i've actually never done a two or three hour set i don't think but like usually the two or three hour sets and if it's at a winery setting mm-hmm. i'm guessing most people aren't listening that close no and it's super nice because it's like you're hanging out you're having wine and you're just kind of like it's like very low pressure which is amazing yeah that's not, that part of it's nice yeah, yeah it's just a different environment and performing for people that are like actively listening is like there's more pressure to that um but also it can like prompt more like practicing and innovation with like a band or like what kind of instrumentation you want and like really just bringing your all and so i feel like i grow a lot more through that yeah and then so another good thing you said was original music is your focus right like your 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 original songs all the way that's what you're going for yeah yeah i mean i try to like do covers or like post up covers and stuff it's hard to do consistently though because it's just like not as fun as making original music oh yeah yeah. You're preaching to the <laughs> choir here. Um, so great transition. And on that topic, a well-deserving shout out. You talked about a, um audience that listens. Yeah. Uh, right? Like an audience that's tuned in and cares, not just background music, for them to <laughs> hang out with their friends, right? Yeah. Uh, and nice. so obviously we met through a Songwriters at Play thing hosted by Steve Key. Indeed. Of course, this is the well-deserving shout out. And <laughs> one thing I love about yeah. the Songwriters at Play gigs is that people almost always and you can't speak general terms but like 90 percent of the time people when you start playing they're quiet and they listen <laughs> yeah and i'm super quiet thankful, until yeah. the song ends mm-hmm. right so um yeah, yeah. and you're playing That's lots of those special. gigs am i correct Song yeah play? yeah sh- shout out to that um those are like also some of the first like performances that i've been doing in the central coast um special place in my heart but yeah, people are super attentive and nice there. I think just, like, the established, like, environment with that kind of showcase is, like, people are going to really bring their original music and people are going to enjoy it and listen. So that's kind of nice. <laughs> and so this is a perfect time for a plug. Now, we know this podcast won't be out until probably June. But uh, just to put it out there, Megan, you have an upcoming yeah. uh, featured set. Is that correct? Indeed. Um, I think May 19th. I'm looking at my calendar. Um, there's a Sunday showcase at Sculptera Winery, which is a super nice laid back environment. Always love playing Beautiful there. Beautiful outdoor. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a sales. Like, One of these coming up. outdoors. Yeah. One of these coming up. You're, you're, you are the Fun featured the act. Family. You get the. <laughs> what was that about? Sorry. No, I was saying one of these gigs coming up. You're the featured act. Is it that one at Sculptera? Yeah, um, May 19th I'm featuring, I believe there's another date too that I'm lucky enough to feature at, I'm like looking at my calendar, um, oh yeah, I have it planned for July 10th, that ah. there's another one at Branch Street, And you're going to be the featured act? 
Yes. Perfect. Um, it's I'm super excited. Um, yeah, and then July 21st playing at the Poor House. I oh, in Paso. Like, uncork the mic. Yeah, that's the thing. Okay, cool. I haven't been yet, but I'm super excited and playing at Luna Red a couple times. Nice. You got your calendar planned pretty far out. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just. It just is. <laughs> yeah, Warmth. yeah, I'm a big deal. I play everywhere. No, it's not like that. I have zero gigs on my calendar coming up. So. I just oh. yeah, and I have like them all on the internet and my email list and stuff. So it's nice. You can Great. keep up if you want. Okay. Well, I think uh, it's time to hear the second song, uh, and then uh, we'll be saying goodbye to Megan. They get to drive home in the twilight soon. Yay. All right, give us a quick pause. All right, uh, Megan is going to play her second and final song. Um, you've heard the story about her guitar. Now you're seeing that beautiful guitar, which I guess you saw the first time. But <laughs> now at this point, you've heard the story and you're seeing the guitar at the same time. That's great. So with all that said, Megan, tell us about your second song. Hey, guys. So um, this song is not on the album, um, so I thought I'd play it because it's fun um it's called iced tea and i have played it a few times live so you might have heard it if you're a friend or a supporter um but basically i wrote it like the day after it's so cheesy but i went on a date with somebody a while ago so not recently or anything weird (laughs) um but yeah and it was just such a nice time and we got iced tea um, so that just kind of stuck with me. I'm normally like a hot tea person, so like this one was a bit different. <laughs> Sorry to ramble. This one's called Iced Tea, and here it is. <laughs> There's no coming back from this. You brought to my old perception. I thought that nobody exists. Now I'm so out with my personality. Can we ever get back to this? You're a thousand miles away to mention But now I know that you exist Could we make it work out? Could this be reality? You brought me iced tea on a Friday A really nice feel for a new thing I never ever felt like this Such an overused expression But now I know why they say this Do you feel the same way in actuality? Have you had other things like this? Or is it all new for the both of us? Something innocent thing this is Walking through the park hoping you're in love with me I never ever felt like this I can't even eat my breakfast The seed without a root has been planted In the back of my mind hoping it becomes a tree mm-hmm. You brought me iced tea on a Friday A really nice feel for a new thing We walked in the rain on a good day Would you please be my new thing? Buy me iced tea on the Friday A really nice feel for a new day Na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na
say goodbye to megan but uh people need to know where to find you so you got a uh, facebook instagram etc <laughs> etc et i do i have all of it um <laughs> so instagram slash facebook uh facebook slash backslash megan steinke music so it's just m-e-g-a-n-s-t-e-i-n-k-e music and same as instagram Megan Steinke music, S-T-E-I-N-K-E. And then what else do I have? You have um, a new album. Yes. <laughs> well, kind of new. Still new to me. An and album. the world. Yes. <laughs> On album. <laughs> February, I came out with an album called Another Side. That is on Spotify and iTunes and whatever else you use, just under my name. And it's called Another Side. And... Yeah. <laughs> so just search Megan Steinke, another side. It should pop up. Yeah. And yeah, I had a lot of cool collaborations and full band on the album. So very different than the live sound. Yeah. Go cool. check it out. And then we just told you about some shows coming up. So check out Megan if you're in the area. All right. Thanks, Megan, yeah, for coming on. Thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun. Me. And Sherelle, who's <laughs> off camera. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. All right. Have a safe drive home in the beautiful twilight in the forest Yay, here, guys. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>